Good morning, it's January 17th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. We need to get a bit wonky today and, and look at some economic issues that we should start paying attention to as we go forward. There's a huge debate going on in Congress about how to raise the national debt limit, and Republicans and Democrats have differing views on this subject, and eventually there'll have to be a, something come to a head and some decisions will have to be made. And if the evidence we read in the media today is that we're going to reach that debt limit either today, tomorrow, or in the next couple of weeks, and Treasury's been taking some extraordinary measures to try to pay certain bills and not pay others to keep us under the debt limit until Congress acts. Now, we've raised the debt limit about 100 times since the 1960s, and unfortunately, some politicians have come to view it as a normal procedure that should be done with no strings attached. Others are starting to focus on how high the debt has become, saying we need to do something to curb this growing debt. So over the weekend, newly elected House Speaker Kevin McCarthy made a point that resonated with me, and I think it will with you. In discussing the debt, he used an analogy. He said, if you give your child a credit card and month over month they exceed the limit, do you just keep increasing the limit on the credit card so they keep spending? Or do you sit down with a child and look at what they're spending on and try to find ways to reduce that spending? Well, in the real world, you'd probably cut the card up and take it away from the child. Well, the U.S. government cannot simply quit spending, but they can reduce spending by looking for things that are no longer necessary. Democrats have said they, we just need to increase the debt limit, period. Republicans say that we can increase the debt limit, but we also have to reduce spending. And I tend to agree with the Republicans on that part of the issue. The Penn-Wharton budget model is one that is considered to be nonpartisan and an authority on this subject. Well, last month, they released the findings from a new study that should scare even the most ardent Democrat who wants to keep spending. Do you hear me, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? According to their model, the national debt, which currently sits at just over $31 trillion, will rise to 225% of the U.S. gross national product by 2050. Here's what the, quote, the study says, and I quote it. Current U.S. fiscal policy is in permanent imbalance as current debt plus projected future spending outstrips future tax revenue. Achieving fiscal balance would require the federal government to permanently increase tax revenues by over 40% or reduce expenditures by 30% or some combination of both, end quote. I think they're right on the mark, and the reasonable thing to do is find ways to increase the revenue, but at the same time, we need to reduce spending and we need to do it now. The two options they laid out, increasing revenue by 40% or reducing expenditures by 30%, are both unachievable in my opinion. But a combination, as they also recommend, would be a preferable solution. One of the problems we have with the ever-mounting debt is the interest payments due on that debt. This year, it will become the fastest-growing part of the federal budget. According to the Congressional Budget Office, those interest payments will go from $400 billion in 2022 to a stunning $1.2 trillion in 2032. That means the interest payments due from the government in the next decade is going to total $8.1 trillion. The share of the interest payments as far as the national GDP will get to a record 3.3%, according to the CBO. They may be even higher because the actions by the Fed interest rates have gone higher, and those used by the CBO used in investment were much lower. This is not a partisan issue, and both parties have been guilty in this spending bid. Under Donald Trump, he stated over and over that we could borrow money as it was then cheap, at the rates they had, and so it was not a problem. But the chickens have come home to roost, and now the interest payments are a real problem. 
Reading that same CBO report, they say that interest payments could eventually get close to $66 trillion over the next 30 years and would take up almost 40% of the federal revenue by 2052. That would mean that interest payments on this national debt would surpass defense spending in 2029, Medicare by 2046, and Social Security by 2049. If you don't want to believe the Penn Wharton model or the CBO estimates, I then give you more information from the Peter Peterson Foundation. It's another nonpartisan group dedicated to addressing economic, fiscal, sustainability challenge that threaten America's future. Their own study stated this fact, and again I quote, as interest rates rise and the nation's debt grows, it will become even more expensive to borrow in the future. Congress and the presidents of both parties over many years have avoided making hard choices about our budget and failed to put it on a sustainable path. It is vital for lawmakers to take action on the growing debt to ensure a stable economic future, end quote. I think it should be obvious to you by now that something has to be done. I'm a moderate Republican, but I admit we need additional revenue. I've always thought it was a mistake in the 2017 tax bill to reduce the top rate from 39% to 36%. That rate only affects taxable income of $647,000 if you're a married couple filing a joint return. That's a very small part of the population. Moving it back to 39% would produce about $132 billion revenue over the next five years. When you consider spending, I know that after 42 years working in Washington, D.C., that you could cut government spending by 10% without any major issue. I would also use the tax code to cut spending by eliminating many of the tax credits out there. We have credits all over the tax code, from the child tax credit to the electric vehicle tax credit. And many of them are simply tools politicians are using to make social changes. Last week, Tesla saw itself reduce the price on some of their models to allow them to qualify for the 7500 tax credit. My point is simple. We need to cut spending. We need to cut it now. We also need to increase revenue without impacting the middle class of the nation. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.